this is the Empty Arena Podcast. I'm John, sitting here with Nick, and we got Chris and Danny. Unfortunately, Andrew hey, hey. can't make it tonight. Finally, uh, I'm back. He is back. With the vengeance, like Montezuma's revenge. Uh, Andrew. Finally. Yeah. The uh, Andrew is not here, unfortunately. Uh, he is away he's on got business. He's a case of the bugaboos. I, I was trying to be nice and say he's away on business, but no, he's... He's, no, he's sick. He's sick. He's, sick. he's got the poops. But uh, he's got the mud butt. But other than that, we have a pretty. uh, Other than that, we have a pretty big, uh, pretty not empty arena tonight. So we're we're going to be talking about a little bit of roll, a little bit of SmackDown, uh, some news, as well as the Super Showdown card that is uh, happening in unnamed unnamed country on Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on WWE Network. I don't know if you know about this, but did you know that this event is supposedly going to be. On level or better than WrestleMania, they said it in the commercial, so it has to be. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Get out of town. They actually say that on the commercials, an event that will be equal to WrestleMania or possibly better. It's Super Showdown live from Jack. <laughs> well, I could tell. I could tell you that it can't get any worse. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought WrestleMania, no. WrestleMania was fine. No, it. I think it will be a disaster. I don't think this is. <laughs> I, I don't think that it's going to be that bad. Do you think it's going to be that bad? Mm. I don't no, think. I, I don't I think, think it'll it... be. I don't think it'll be Crown Jewel bad. But um... <laughs> I love how there's levels of how bad an event in Jedi can be. <laughs> like on a scale of. <laughs> on, a, on a scale Jewel of the Super Showdown. On a scale of capital punishment, zero to <laughs> WrestleMania two ten. I don't know. You uh, think two was ten? WrestleMania three was ten. Fight me, fight me. Next, Nick, you WrestleMania. Me. Change my opinion. Change, change my mind. Change my mind. <laughs> Typical me. Sit at a folding table, Danny. Change my mind. No, it's just. I mean, Andrew. Yeah, I could. I could speak on Andrew's behalf because him and I just have discussed this uh, in the past, and. Yeah, we just. You know what, Nick? Screw him. He's not here. You're not allowed to talk on his behalf. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing he's it. A, he's a jerk. He's a jerk, and he should have been here. I'm doing it. I'm doing it for a, a small fee, which will be discussed uh, afterwards. I'll have to get get some money from him. But Ooh, um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds dirty. Filthy. Um, there. It's just. I don't know. Now nowadays, it's, it's very obvious that you know they just. WWE just you know wants to make their money. They they want to you know what they want to please their shareholders. But this, at the expense of having these these events several times a year now in, in a place that's just so volatile and has so much of a dark cloud hanging over it politically, especially considering what what had had happened last year. And so I mean, just watching these events, just knowing that in the back of my mind, or even trying to watch them, it just it makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't know about anybody else, but how how much do you want to bet that in twenty years you're going to have podcasts or or whatever the rage is uh, at that time talking about uh, the behind the scenes of these Jetta shows and what the morale might have been and uh, what some of the wrestlers, especially some of the women wrestlers, have had to deal with uh, while being over there. Chris, they're called uh, female superstars. See there. Well, yeah. I'm I'm guessing that they are the 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 women are still traveling to the event, but they're not performing. Yeah, I think they. Is that true? They travel there, but they don't perform. 
They may do some appearances. Like but, PR, uh, yeah. Yeah, but they have to be all covered up. And I think two uh, female superstars, uh, they did wrestle, but they had to be in like full body suits. Uh, I don't know if yes. it was Jetta, but it was somewhere overseas that you had that they had to wear full body suits. It Am was, I making that up? No, no, no. It's it. It was actually in Dubai, and it was Sasha Banks against uh, Alexa Bliss. I think it was two years okay. ago. Okay. Okay. And they had it over there. I mean, Dubai. You know, the UAE. That area is, I think, slightly more Strict. open to it. No, they're a little no, bit more progressive to it because, like in in Saudi Arabia, they're not allowed to wrestle at all. But in Dubai, right. they gave them a little bit of leeway because Dubai is it's it's an economic hub. So I think there's pressure on on that end to at least showcase on a social level a little bit more uh, tolerance. But in mm. Saudi Arabia, you know, when you go deep into in certain countries, it's like you know it's it's their law, or it's nothing, you know. And, and in this case, you know, they're not allowed. And so yeah, so that is definitely one thing that that stands out. But. I mean, look, Kevin Owens isn't going uh, out of support for Sami Zayn, who refuses to go because of uh, uh, personal conflict as far as his religious beliefs. Well, also, mm -hmm. uh, speaking of re religious beliefs, Alistair Black was also, a.k.a. Uh, blacklisted, pun intended, um, <laughs> due to several tattoos he has um, that may offend the Saudi Arabi Arabians. You're right, I heard about that. Yes. Yep. Yeah, uh, they, they were religiously themed tattoos, right? Right, and one of them is, uh, really? is actually, yes, is actually depicting Lilith, Lilith, who is a female figure in Jewish mythology. Hmm. Wow. Huh. So, by law, he, they, he was not allowed to appear or wrestle, I guess. He couldn't take his shirt off. I, I don't know. Right. Wow. Interesting. Now, let me. What was the allure originally? I feel like when it first started, several years back, when they had their first show, it was supposed to be something of a goodwill tour. Um, they had, they did have a piece uh, of you know showing the country and the progressiveness of uh, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. I think that at the time they had just allowed women to start driving. Yes. Yes. And, and then uh, uh, it's actually things went in the crapper. Yeah, it's actually under um, WWE's 10-year partnership supporting Saudi Vision 2030. Uh, right. Saudi Vision and 2030 thing... is basically their uh, their way of uh, redeveloping the whole region uh, using uh, economics, education, um, diversity, and a lot of stuff. So. Yeah, but that's when things went haywire. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had that murder that happened, and now yeah. it just seems as though the WWE is trying to keep their head down and just get through the next 10 years. Um, they're promoting themselves, rather not anything to do with Saudi Arabia or Jeddah. In fact, they don't even say the name when they're promoting their own product. Right. Uh, just that it's a fun new start time at 2 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> right. And they're also touting it as as good as WrestleMania or better. But I don't know how to that We're not making that yeah. up. That's actually they're full of horse shit. Yeah. You have to watch the commercials just to hear it. I, I was like... Really? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, like they're touting it as, like, better than WrestleMania. And, and WrestleMania is usually pretty good. Now, e even if the last couple of years have been crap, how could you, like, put your own number one product and, and, and push it down to, to a level that, you know, like, put they, it with the other pay-per-views? Like, you can't just, do that. Like, they, they, you know, as they know that they're, they're against the wall, they know that they're in a tough spot because they have to get traffic to, you know, watch 
this event. So they're going to do anything I, I think they can to rope in casual listeners and people that, you know, whether they have the network or not, or at least get them to buy it. So they're just doing anything they can at this point. I, I, I see what you did there, Nick. Dubai it. Yeah, I have to get to Dubai. Dubai it. it. <laughs> uh, puns, right puns, puns. Yeah. But, but as far as the card itself, it, it's, there's 10 matches. It, it is kind of like a WrestleMania match, uh, scenario. Um, but the main the main events are usually uh, bigger matches that you, with older stars. Sometimes they like the the Saudis and any anyone in the Middle East really has had the chance to see in live. Uh, so this one is triple Triple H and Orton is one. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg and the Undertaker. Uh, yeah, it looks like nostalgia uh, personified in all of these shows. Right. Yeah. Wait, did you like say Goldberg and the? Yep. Yep. Goldberg yeah. and the Undertaker. Welcome to what's Ooh. happening, Danny. What's <laughs> uh, happening now with Danny Papandrea? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I haven't watched in about since the last time that uh, that I was on the show. So WrestleMania, <laughs> Goldberg's last run. <laughs> so I have. I have no. I have no idea. You know what's going on. I don't even know this. This pay per view. I only. Called in to talk about our uh, segment that we're going to do later. <laughs> um, actually, Danny, you didn't listen. We're, we're pushing that to next week. So the the segment we're talking about, um, we were going to do a movie review. Uh, if you guys saw our social media, uh, we were dropping subtle hints as to what the movie was going to be. Uh, yes, we'll, 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 we'll give you another week to figure out what movie it is. <laughs> so, um, and we're not doing it this week because only two of us watched it. Yeah, I watched the first. Yeah. I watched the first twelve minutes. It seemed like it had all the makings. Yeah, it how, all the makings how dare, of. How dare you? I watched. I I grew up on that. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you remember, but right by PS two hundred four, where me and Andrew went, there used to be a video store. And every time I stood over my grandparents' house, I would go to that video store and rent this movie, along with WrestleMania five and six, because those are my two favorites. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, I, in order, I in, love in, WrestleMania five. And in order for Danny to get to this particular movie, he had to go through the beaded uh, the beaded curtain to get it. <laughs> with, with the, with the X, I mean, X, X, I mean, adult movie. I mean, the, the, the name of it definitely would assume so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, backdoor bitches too. Yep. <laughs> Why'd you give away the movie title, John? Now everybody knows. Uh, but but we're gonna we're gonna review that next week uh, when Andrew comes back, and hopefully, uh, you know, a couple more of us have watched it, uh, and we'll give you a fun review. Backdoor bitches. Um, so anyway, uh, onto the card. Yeah, we had mentioned the what seems to be the number one top promoted main event of the evening is Goldberg versus The Undertaker. Now, as far as what we're seeing, I know they only left it for this week to put any kind of build up to yeah. the event. I've seen the commercial about 7,000 billion times on TV of of. Goldberg versus Undertaker, the icon versus the, the legend, phenom- or yeah, whatever it was, the phenomenal yeah. legend, and they mashed up their two theme songs together, which actually didn't sound too bad. I mean, they had the gongs of the Undertaker dun, and and dun, the marching sound dun, of Goldberg, dun, and went dun, together pretty nice. Dun, dun. But um, they yeah, just I gotta all, check that out. Yeah, all they did was you know Undertaker came out on Raw, cut a promo, and it was end. shit. His promo was shit. He had no pop and it was god awful. That's all I can say. Right? Awful, I mean, he really awful. didn't looked, have yeah. much of a pop. It looked yeah. really scripted. Well, that's yeah. a shame. It felt really scripted. And also, 
They actually cut him off at 11 yeah, p.m. Yeah, they cut him off at 11 p.m. Yeah. and it went right into uh, right into uh, the, the the new reality show, The Radkeys. Yeah, and it was so weird. It was like it was like Brock Lesnar, you're next. Hi, I'm Laura Radke. This is the new <laughs> show we have. I'm like, what the frig? Yeah, it really cut off. And so WWE actually uploaded to YouTube. The full, yeah. I think the full promo of, of yeah. what, he what did. happened after Raw went off the air. Undertaker finishes uh, promo. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> it's like remember we used to be like, Sorry, oh god, what, what happened? I'm sorry, her name is Melissa Radke. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember when when you know the camera used to cut off and he's like, oh my god, the credits are rolling. Oh my god, what's happening after the camera goes off? Undertaker finishes his promo. He finishes his last couple of sentences or something. <laughs> I don't know, but. He just basically said the. I mean, he said some good things. I I liked when he said, um, you know, Goldberg. You know, I don't want uh, on Friday. I don't want to see the family man. I want to see the icon. And and he goes, you know, I'm gonna give you the beating that you never got. I'm gonna unleash brutality on you like you've never felt. Um, you know, that was pretty cool. But um, I did not. Unfortunately, I did not catch Goldberg on SmackDown. I know he came out at the end. I don't know if anybody kind of saw um what happened there but hey, I, basically just told the undertaker you're next and that was pretty much and it and taker showed not, up showed up behind him i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie but it just sounds so bad i mean of all the people undertaker and goldberg goldberg is nowhere near what i mean he still looks good don't get me wrong but he's nowhere near what he was when he was in wcw oh, and undertaker and Undertaker is nowhere near what he was when it was like 2004 Undertaker. Yeah, if, if, so, if Goldberg so spears the Undertaker, this match is going to be—it's going to be like a, a five-minute match, or they're going to like hit each other with some tables and shit. It's not—it's yeah. not going to—it like you know, as much as I love both of those guys, I don't want to see that. I'd rather see you know like some great, awesome. Iron Man match or something like that between two younger people that that have skills and that talent. won't break a hip. I'm not saying right. that they don't have skills and talent. Don't get me wrong, but you know I'd rather them put on a show that is going to be enjoyable, like a Shawn Michaels Bret Hart, you know WrestleMania show, mm-hmm. where it's 60 minutes, nobody wins, and then they go to like overtime or something. Yeah, like have like a unique match. I mean, they're they're having the, this humongous fifty uh, person battle royal, so that you know we'll, we'll probably eat up about an hour, hour and a half of the card. But uh, I don't yeah. even know how long this event is supposed to be. Is this going to be like a five hour event? Uh, I mean, because there's ten matches. That's on what this it card. was the last time. That's yeah. what it was the last time. It was it was about four and a half hours. It was a mile. Yeah, I, I never remember wow. sneaking it in and watching it during work, trying to watch it live. Yeah. yeah. And and Danny, I think you're absolutely right. I think that it's going to be a very quick match. It has to be. Uh, it's going to be a quick match. They're both they're both not ready for this. Uh, like not not that they're not ready, but they're just like it's not going to happen. It's not going to be like a thirty minute no Undertaker way. jumping no over way. the top rope and clotheslining no. Goldberg right. and Goldberg, uh, you know, doing his move to the Undertaker and holding him there for five seconds. You know. You're lucky if you can get anywhere from 10 to 12 minutes. That's a, although, a very... That's, although that's I do even, have to say... That's even pushing it because, to be honest, you also have a, a situation where, um, you know, Goldberg never worked a, a long match in his career. So now, in recent memory, you know, you had uh, the, the quick matches with Lesnar, Kevin Owens. 
if if he like they kept those matches really really short for him so i don't see it being any right. different than than now um at the same time i don't see goldberg winning this because if he did no i think it would be stupid uh pointless because there's no direction with him you know beating undertaker like w- what does mm. that accomplish and so what are they going to do? There's no direction with them fighting period no exactly yeah. it's it's a one off no. thing no, and and you but know do you have do you have a, a, a kind of fugazi finish, or do you have a clean finish where Taker wins? I think it's going to be clean. It's, it's going to be a clean finish. A, I think it's got to yeah. be. I think can, can he even can he even get Goldberg up for a tombstone pile? Yeah. yeah. I don't I'm, I'm, know. I'm sure he can. Yeah. <laughs> on, on Monday night, I, I didn't catch him on uh, Tuesday either, but on Monday night, Taker looked ripped. Like, he, he looked good for his age. I got to say that. Like, and I, John, I think... were you, John, were you looking and a liking? Yes, it was. <laughs> oh my! Oh, Undertaker, Undertaker oh. was rich. Oh. He looked really good. I want to, I want to pile drive his tombstone. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was a... But uh, no, no, for for his age, he looked well. Is that better? Is that better for you guys? He he looked. He, 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 he looked, looked healthy. Satisfactory. He looked. He looked. He looked S as, as their teacher would write he in two thousand, yeah. as in uh, two thousand two. Our teacher would write in their uh, the our, notebook. Our, our report cards. Yeah, the little squares. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of S's and something in triplicate. <laughs> well, you for unsatisfactory. Uh, yeah. But but I I think Taker is prepared, very well prepared for this match, um, and I, I think he could he could work a match. He could still work it. He still has it. Sure, he can. We'll see. He's um, a professional. Yeah. He'll get the job done. He'll yeah. put on a good show. Yeah. He's a uh, pro. He's a pro. Yeah. Go, going. May not look pretty. He may not move pretty quick. And I think it's going to be a whole <laughs> lot of standing around and staring and pushing and shoving and, you know, strikes in the corner. Yeah. You know, yeah. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be good for that nostalgia piece. I, believe. I, I mean, even, uh, I, I believe in Taker's last, last match he was in, he actually did a uh, old school. Mm. So he still has his balance. Watch, watch what happens. Goldberg's gonna do like a springboard 450 splash. Undertaker's gonna do a hurricane runner. We're gonna have <laughs> a cruiserweight battle for the ages on our hands. That's my hard prediction, folks. <laughs> By God, it's a 450 frog splash from Undertaker. <laughs> so um, now, as far as the lesser of the uh, two old folks uh, showcases, I wouldn't call them old folks. But definitely uh, legends uh, category. You got Triple H and Randy Orton. So Triple H and Randy Orton for about the hundredth time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the times. first time in a long time. Yeah, first time in a long time. So it makes it feel like it's been you know a first time, but it really mm-hmm. isn't. And um, you know they have, of course, as everybody knows, history going back over 50, over fifteen years. Uh, from Evolution all throughout, you know, their rivalry of Triple H busting into Randy Orton's quote-unquote home with the sledgehammer and throwing him through the window. <laughs> oh, that was so do you, good. Do you remember that? That was great. That what do you think that? That was, that was... I, so I, I, I definitely remember that whole you know, episode of you Raw. Know, I have to, I also have to say, because, you know, speaking of backstage stuff, <laughs> I, I do say that I love, I do love that, I do say that I love backstage stuff. But yeah, you do. the fact of the matter, yeah, I do. But like the fact of the matter is that the backdoor stuff. Oh my! <laughs> Don't tempt me, Chris. Um, 
but I, I would say that the 24/7 belt very underwhelming. I'm 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 very yeah. disappointed well, yeah. in the way that in the way that they've been that they've been doing it lately. Like I've watched up Memorial Day and you know the different things that's been going on. I I was hoping you know like Fun Time USA a la Crash Harley or something like that. But uh, who? Holly. Did I just say Harley? <laughs> Crash? <laughs> Crash? Crash? <laughs> Holly. Don't crash to Harley, please. And, Those and things it, are expensive. <laughs> And, 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 and his Asian Holly. counterpart, and his Asian uh, counterpart, hardcore Kawasaki. <laughs> what? Oh, hard, I get it. <laughs> but um, very funny. I, I know, I try. Well, just uh, just want to jump off of that for a second. Um, there was an article that was released on uh, on the Googles, um, probably the Googles? yeah, probably in the last couple of days. The Googles that said that. Um, they are trying to use the third hour to get ratings up. Um, that's why the the twenty four seven title is only being done in the third hour of Raw, and yeah. they are attempting or going to attempt to start bringing elements back from the Attitude Era. Yeah, I did hear that too. Yes, and that's only because and like I'm going to like chair shots and stuff like that. Yes, um, I'm I'm going to channel Andrew right now, but uh, the. Basically, they're trying to do this because of the the whole Fox deal that they have. Um, mm-hmm. Fox is expecting high ass ratings, not this one two high one ass yes. ratings. Yes, <laughs> like where your ass is literally in the what sky. Are high That's a high. Ass ass. What happened, Danny? What'd you say? Whopping. I said, "What is a high ass rating?" A high ass rating is at the the Nielsen. TV ratings. I got attempted to tune in this. on Fox, uh, WWE on Fox <laughs> coming this October. Yeah, Those but uh, high ass ratings. But basically, it's a uh, it's whatever share of TV is, is watching during that hour, essentially. So, um, so right now, I think Raw how during much, the third hour is doing. You guys like a... want to bet that AEW out, beats out WWE? Well, we don't know that, mm, but with the rating, I don't know. I don't know right if, if that's going to happen yeah. right away. They better be some really edgy shit on that. Yes, on, on TNT for that if, to happen. If AEW could pull close to a million viewers, that would be amazing. Yeah, um, that's probably you know they like with anything they they're starting out. They got to have small goals for themselves, I guess. But I'm right. sure over time it's gonna you know people are taking notice already, and they yeah. haven't even been on TV yet. So what does that say? I mean, and social media does a, helps a whole lot with that. Yep, that's oh, something yes. that WCW. Uh, didn't even didn't even dream of uh, back when they were actually winning the Monday Night Wars. Can you imagine if they had social media to really get that message out? Right. Maybe there wouldn't be a I think, WWE. I think, maybe, I think maybe there was only uh, no. I don't even think that uh, that um, what's it called? MySpace was out at that time, right? MySpace. No, no. Dear God. I don't think so. No. Don't you remember MySpace, Chris? Maybe Danny. Danny, I don't know. America if you've been Online part of my was around. I was gonna say maybe AOL Hometown. <laughs> AOL Hometown was around. I gotta tell you, my my MySpace was awesome. <laughs> All Guidoed out, techno song playing in the background. Julia. If you had the opportunity to do that for your Facebook, would you do it? My gosh, the real unsung hero. Bet your ass I would. <laughs> the unsung hero of the whole MySpace revolution is that kids 
learned how to code. They learned how to do HTML yeah. to get all of those backgrounds and uh, something that would just like, oh, I guess my space is crap now. Okay, I guess we don't need to know how to code. Yep. <laughs> so what else we got on this card? We've got uh, the Intercontinental title on the line between uh, Finn Balor, the champion, versus Andrade. And um, what I'm seeing... Wait, hold on. Wait, I'm sorry. They are... Who, who, who do you think is going to go over in the Randy Orton Triple H match? Um, you know what? That's kind of hard for me to tell. I honestly, uh, I was thinking, I, I'm leaning towards Triple H a little bit more. I, I'm leaning towards Orton, only because really, I, only because Triple H and Shawn Michaels won the last time they were in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. All right. And Orton, and Orton can use a W. He could. He could use a win. He really has been very much underutilized. Yeah. I'm, truth be told, I don't even know if, which brand he's on. Is he still on SmackDown? Orton's on SmackDown, yes. Orton is on SmackDown. Because he really has been underutilized. I, I, I haven't been keeping up with, with SmackDown lately. Has he been on every week? Um, You know, with this wild card nonsense, it's hard to keep track because the big names just seem to... Be on either one, but I haven't seen I haven't seen Randy on on Raw really. Yeah, I mean he was he yeah. was on this week, but I mean honestly, yeah, just the promo with the Triple H. It's just so all over the place. That promo was pretty decent. They they dropped a couple of little uh, little fiery Real good lines zingers. each other. You know, like with, with the line with Triple H, you know, are well, you gonna get your balls out of Stephanie's purse? And mm-hmm. you know, Triple H's like, uh, you know, they're so big. You know, I mean, I I. I you know, like you wouldn't know what it's like because you never had them, and it's like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. oh my god. So they 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 have to they have to you know be edgy with their words. I guess they can't you know spew violence. I guess as much, but um, yeah. I'm going for Orton. I can see that. Should be you going Randy Horton? Here's a who. Yes. Yeah, Orton Orton with it out of nowhere. The RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> Onto a sledgehammer. I don't know. I think that'll be a decent match. I think that'll be a surprise. I think yeah. that match could be pretty good because Triple yeah, H. Yeah, I mean it's two two guys that could work a match. Yeah, Triple H actually had a. De- I thought he had a decent match with Batista at Mania. Honestly, mm-hmm. so if they could do that, if he could do that with Batista, you know, he'll put on I think an even better one with Orton. Um, you know, because they worked together for so long, so they know what they got to do, but. Um, as far as, uh, you know, Balor and Andrade, I, I think Ballard obviously takes. I don't think he's dropping the belt in Saudi Arabia. No. Um, I think that that would be a great match, though. Yes. The yeah. Both of them are high-energy high dudes. Yeah. I, I, I think they are going to they're gonna be relying on a lot of the younger talents, like these two guys, to, to yeah. really, uh, for longevity, for length of time, to have some pretty decent... Uh, spots just to keep the crowd engaged and to take up a little bit of time because these older guys aren't going to be able to go that far. Yeah, no, definitely point well taken. They're going to have to lean and, and push on the on the younger blood, I mean, understandably so, to, to uh, you know, carry most of the event. Um, but yeah, Andrade's a heck of a talent, as we all know, and I think um, this hopefully will be a very good showing for him. I, I, I know it will be, um, just pushing him towards the mid-card, you know, even further, so... Um, let's see down the list here. Um, Kofi Kingston and Dolph Ziggler. Now, uh, what I will say about this is that the story actually, what 
I'm supposedly what I'm reading is supposedly because Kevin Owens refused to take the trip to Saudi Arabia, they went ahead several weeks ago and put the plan in place to have Z- Dolph Ziggler challenge Kofi for the title. But I mean, the story really writes itself pretty well because Dolph and Kofi have been around for so long and Kofi right. has been around 11 years. Dolph Ziggler has been around roughly the same time. If not, I think a little bit longer. I think Ziggler has been around since like 06, 07 when, you know, the spirits. Oh, he was in the around. spirit squad. Yeah. So he, the story about, you know, him, you know, screaming, you know, it should have been me. It should have been me. You know, you all root for Kofi. I actually, you know, I, I like those promos. I think it's been some of Dolph's best promo work in a long time. Like yeah. he really comes off as like being like very like desperate and 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 jealous. It, it really like makes his heel character like really work well in this instance. So yeah, they 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 have a good story going into this. I feel like, and um, I'm I'm actually looking and forward both- to this. And they're both very talented wrestlers, so it's not like uh, you know the match is going to be boring. No, they 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 know what they have to do, and they um, have been, you know, both to various extents, you know, having to be you know sitting around on the sidelines for a lot of years, never really getting that opportunity. Kofi now, of course, getting his, um, but mm-hmm. this, the story really works well. So I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, you're you're very right. The story writes itself, and I think it's something that uh, WWE really didn't know what they had until it actually kind of took shape. Uh, and that his Dolph Ziggler's ring uh, mic work um, has grown leaps and bounds over the years. But yeah, I think you're right; it is his best work here. Uh, and He's always been be a way. Work. Yeah, no, I know, but this might be a way to finally give him that push. Because uh, I mean, can you imagine what it would do for his career? I mean, I don't think he's going to win. On, on, on Friday, but down the line, if they can continue the storyline, if you can have Kofi drop the belt to Dolph Ziggler, right, might I be mean, something of a rejuvenation for Dolph's career. Look, it's very possible. Uh-huh. I mean, if, if they, depending on how uh, it's received, I mean, if they find some kind of magic with this, then, then run with it. I mean, he already, you know, Kofi already, you know, I don't know if he's finished with, with, with KO, but... Um, you, you figure, I don't know if KO, if, if Owens is going to win the title. I mean, Daniel Bryan's with Rowan right now in the tag division, so he's doing his own mm. thing. As far as the main event scene on SmackDown, it's it's really fair game, I think, right now. Yeah. I, I think that it could be, you know, anybody could come in and, and make a case to, to, you know, be pushed up to that next level to, to become a, a challenger. And why not put Ziggler um, in the mix if he can? Speaking yeah. of cases... Wait, you mean that we could go in there and try to get the belt? Oh, there? yeah. Of course. Speaking of cases, I do not see a Lesnar match for this. Do we think Lesnar could cash in in Saudi Arabia? Um, that uh, That's a really good question, John. It's a nice segue into uh, the other match on the card involving Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. Yes. Now, uh, as Dude. we saw on Raw, uh, uh, Lesnar beat the heck out of Seth Rollins with a chair, threw him around the ring several times, F5'd him on the floor, all this stuff, and, and Paul Heyman was screaming, why don't you cash in now? And Lesnar just said, Friday, wait till Friday. So, I mean, they made this big announcement that Lesnar was going to cash in on Raw, and he didn't. And now he's in the ring screaming that, I'm going to cash in on Friday. Probably won't cash in Friday. Unless, yeah, unless, so. unless Rollins actually drops the title to Corbin and then Lesnar cashes in. 
Oh, dear God. I hope that doesn't happen. I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. That's going to be like a one-two punch to the nuts if that happens. I, I have <laughs> a one-two punch to the crown jewel. Not just one punch, you know, with like, you know, Corbin winning, but one-two with Lesnar winning it back. It's like, God, you know, that, that WrestleMania moment just basically down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. By June. Yeah. I mean, come on. Give it a couple. Two months. Give it a couple Two of months. months at least. Like, wait till, su- <laughs> wait till SummerSlam at least. Wait till like a big four event if you're going to like pull some shenanigans. I mean, that, ugh, you know, that's yeah, what. This is supposed to be one of the big four events. It's going to be just as big, if not better than WrestleMania. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have we're gonna have a, a, a uh, this is gonna be one of the big four uh, overseas events. You know, it's like uh, you know, Saudi Arabia is gonna have its own big four, I guess. Yeah. The the greatest Royal Rumble, Crown Jewel, Super Showdown. They gotta come up with a, a ridiculous name for something else. Super Showdown was their show name from Australia. Yeah. I think they just recycled it. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, um, it's like giving a middle finger to Australia saying like, yeah, you know, your event wasn't as unique. We're just going to recycle the name and use it for this event in Jeddah. Oh boy. Um, and who else we got coming down the line here? Uh, Reigns and McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been snooze versus snooze. Dog crap. Yeah. <laughs> I missed the Miz. I I need the Miz to be back in this feud because I feel like he got his ass handed to me, handed to him in that feud when he really should have gone over if you're really trying to push him as a top face on your on your flagship show. Uh, yeah. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, this has been just a snooze fest. And and if you start to listen, Roman Reigns is starting to hear the boo birds again. Yeah. There yeah. isn't that much of a pop when he comes out. There certainly isn't. Yeah, I mean it's it's just um, and, and the whole thing with with the his his uh, cousin Roman's cousin coming out and getting beat up, and, <laughs> and Shane putting him in a chokehold. It's like oh, this is, this is terrible. This is like even the crowd I think was starting to chant this is bullshit or something like that or this is stupid, or something to that effect. And 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 um, it's like they're trying to put Roman in a situation where he's got something to do that's semi-significant so he's feuding with the mcmahon so i guess by their estimation oh let's let's keep roman relevant by having him feud with a mcmahon but meanwhile it's just it comes off as just really weak because everyone knows that like in a regular match like if you were to suspend your belief i mean roman would would decimate shane (laughs) and um so they got to have McIntyre out there to be the, you know, the enforcer and, you know, be the bodyguard or whatever. And, you know, for, for McIntyre too, this is just like uh, such like, I feel like it's such a waste of time and it kills his character. I feel like, because, you know, you're trying to build McIntyre as this big monster, but now you're basically marrying him to Shane McMahon's hip as if like, he's like his lackey. And, you know, I feel like it makes him take some steps back. I mean, yeah. he, sh- he should be he should be the one challenging Seth Rollins for the Universal Title. I, I mean, if not now, then at some point because he, to me, was the next in line. He he didn't win Money in the Bank, but you know what? Make him you know go for the belt against somebody because that that guy, that guy's gonna be a champion, no doubt. It's just it's just a matter. Yeah, of Yeah, he's gonna be a star. He's got you know he's. I mean, we've talked about it in the past. I've mentioned it several times how he reinvented himself from when he was first in WWE to now. I mean, it's like a night and day, uh, and in a good way. 
Um, not that he was bad before. It was just, you know, something wasn't there. And then he, I guess he went and he found himself and he found what he had to do. And, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, and uh, one other, a couple of other uh, um, snooze fest matches that we've got going on here. Um, Lars Sullivan. Does, any, does anybody care who, who wins that match? No. Uh, it's, uh... <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, I I think that Shane's gonna win. I think there's gonna be outside interference from you know, Drew. And... Yeah, I'm sure something will happen. Then uh, anyway, onward. A... Lars Sullivan versus the Lucha House Party. We can skip that. Yeah, let's just skip it. <laughs> how about, how about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm how do you... starting to see this guy as being another Stinsky or Snitsky, who's gonna be this guy yeah. that just. It's like I, a I wrecking you, ball. The, the, the commentary, just they do such a, a... I know they're trying. I know they get fed lines in their ears, but they're trying to paint this guy as like the most fierce, uh, intimidating, scary guy they've ever seen. It's, you know, he's a big guy. You know, he's scary looking. Don't get me wrong, but... I mean, come on. You, you, you're, he's you're susceptible talking to, to panic attacks. You're talking talk to guys who <laughs> were 10 years old when Kane debuted and ripped the door off Hell in the Cell. You want to you know, talk about mm-hmm. scary and impressionable? There, there, there's your benchmark right there. But Yeah, I will uh, never forget that. <laughs> nevertheless, uh, you know, so that'll be a, a fart in the wind kind of match. And uh, then we've got... I think got... it's going to be a fart in the wind kind of a career for him. Yeah, I really well, don't think that kid has what, he, what it takes. Uh, hey, you know what? As I always say, may the best man, may the best woman win and, and come out of it. And, you know, whoever ends up, you know, getting to that point, so be it. But Survival of the fittest. Yeah. But um, let's see. Another, uh, uh, this is like a, I think this is like more of like a warm, smelly fart in the wind. The one that's like silent but <laughs> deadly. Uh, Braun, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> oh, God. Did you guys see the epic arm wrestling match? Well, yeah, yes, I did. And I do want to point out. The number of puns, the number of subtle puns that were made by the commentary team for mm. Over the Top, which is a arm wrestling movie starring Sylvester Stallone. Yes, yes. They I made a I bunch of. That. They wow. made a couple of puns regarding that. What did they say? Did like, like, the like, like they actually named the movie. They said, "This is a this arm wrestling is over the top." I'm like, uh, "Here we go." Oh wow! <laughs> like, I don't know if there was any other <laughs> puns. Actually, I just happened to hear that one, and I was like, "Yeah, you know that that's enough." They, they should stop there. Or just coincidence that they said that while it was an arm wrestling match. Yeah, this was this was like really pointless. Like it was so just really bad television. Like arm Very wrestling, bad television. arm wrestling, arm wrestling contests. Like they have no like they have no place in today's product. It, it used to be something where like in the old days where it's like Hogan and Macho yeah. Man. Yeah, like you had like, you know, moments where guys would, you know, like like have it and it was like a test of strength, you know, because that was like the focal point of it. But it, this just goes to show you how they have absolutely zero direction for either one of these guys. And it's really disappointing because, um, you know, Lashley was IC champion for a while and, and Strowman, they've been so close to pulling the trigger with this guy so many times and they just pull him back for one reason or another and and like now i feel like stroman has become like the resident big show character where he's like this big monster but like he doesn't get i think he, he's been putting in these put into these like joke segments where like you know he's like for like comic relief and you know 
at one point he was literally ripping down parts of the stage on top of Lesnar and Kane and you know, he was like you know destroying everybody it was like holy crap you know this guy could be something and and now it's just it's amazing how shitty booking can really like screw up your your, your character you know yeah. really really a shame but um and on the kickoff show we've got the revival versus the usos <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, tag team. Boy. I don't think any tag team title matches are taking place during the pay-per-view. I think that this this 50-man battle royal is going to really, you know, suck up a lot of the time. And uh, is, is it going to be everybody that's vying for the 24-7 title going to be in a giant uh, 50-man battle royal? I sure, uh, I sure hope that they incorporate that somehow because let me tell you something. I actually... I actually find these 24-7 title segments kind of funny. Um, I'm actually enjoying yeah. them. And, you know, God bless R-Truth because he's really, like, putting, like, you could tell, like, he really goes out there and he he's an entertaining guy. Yeah. He always has been. Yeah, he, um, he's he's the way to get this title over, you know? It, it really is. I don't think you could have really put it on anybody better. Uh, also, I want to point out that Drake Maverick is actually doing uh, a pretty decent job as uh, being the comic guy, also. I was... What did, you, what did you say, Danny? Oh, I said sorry. I was taking a poop. What are you guys talking about? Wow. <laughs> well, everything that we talked to, every every other match that while you were taking a dump, that that, mean, that was a very silent uh, silent. The, the poop. matches that we were talking about were like dump worthy. So I guess now, uh, uh, you know, which one? Uh, we were talking about uh, Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman, and you know, that's that's that's. Oh, <laughs> That's a, that's a big poo-poo match. Two big guys that they don't know what the hell to do with them. <laughs> Both of them were so freaking like hot just a few months ago, and now they're like they don't know what the hell to do with those guys. So, Danny, by hot, you mean you were checking them out? Yeah. Were you attracted to them? Yes, I think that the both of them are very attractive. Yeah. Okay, so that means you'll get you'll get those hands. <laughs> So just yeah. just as you're gonna get those hands on your ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as as, as 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 a humorous throwback to um, the first fifty man battle royal, um, I remember a story coming out where uh, the folks in Saudi Arabia were asking for a number of uh, big name talent, one of them being Hulk Hogan. Um, I don't know if they were aware of the fact that he can't wrestle or not anymore, but he did make an appearance. They actually asked for Yokozuna. As you all know, Yokozuna oh, wow. has been deceased for almost 20 years now. So Did they not know? They must have not known, but what they did end up having to do, Jesus. WWE, was they actually brought they in re- a, a sumo. There was a sumo wrestler, if you guys remember. I don't know if you, you know remember anything from it, but... There was a sumo wrestler that was in the 50-man battle royal. I forgot the guy's name, but they just put some. Really? They put a random sumo guy in there, just <laughs> like, oh, they don't know about Yokozuna, so let's just put this guy in. They probably, you know, were like, well, I don't know, we got to put like a special attraction in. Um, but I'm curious as <laughs> we want Andre the Giant, we <laughs> yeah, we want Bruno San Martino. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Macho Man Randy Savage. Imagine they like they, like they imagine like they bribe Jay think, Lethal to do his black machismo. You know, would have messed everybody up at eighty whatever years old when he was still alive. Oh, I'm sure the guy was still freaking insanely in shape. I mean, the guy. Whoa, was whoa, just whoa, Danny, are you getting on the offensive that that we're making fun of dead Bruno Sammartino? 
Yes, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm very curious about what kind of special attractions they throw in and surprise names that they put in this year. I mean, there's 50, there's 50 slot, you know, there's 50 names that you have to fill up. So let them have What are the chances you'll see some legends? Oh, yeah, I'm you'll sure definitely you'll see, I'm a sure you'll see, you'll, you'll see a couple of old-time mid-carders, I'm sure. Brooklyn Brawler. Like who? Ricky Steamboat? Yeah, maybe. You mean the Jetta Jobber? What about what about Flair? Is Flair is going to be there? No. Flair, Flair's half dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Woo! Danny, are you still taking a poop? No, I just finished taking a shower. I'm just putting aftershave on. <laughs> Were you taking a shit in the shower? Because that's impressive. No, no, no I pooped and then I took a shower after to make sure I was oh. fresh. <laughs> wow. Okay, folks. That's why this is not safe for work. So if you have, yeah, if you listen the, to this at a, a live podcast, folks. if you listen to this We're not at a job site, out. please, please make sure you do not listen to this on speakers. <laughs> well, please do. We need the likes. <laughs> we need the traffic. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 matches seem okay. Um, you know, there's a couple of good good names and a couple of shitty names um uh, you know it's a good it's gonna be a good house show i guess that's, yeah i think so basically what it is yep. wwe in your house yeah i feel like we say this every time there's like an overseas show that they promote hard because yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a glorified house show yep just in a different house <laughs> yep uh in other news uh sad news uh ashley massaro passed away last week or two mm-hmm. weeks ago and it was uh announced last week i believe um right and uh, she had a daughter who is, uh, I believe, in high school, possibly. Um, oh, what a shame. Yeah. Uh, that the the Sisters of the Squared Circle, which is a group of former uh, WWE, WCW uh, female wrestlers uh, who were friends with Ashley Massaro, um, they actually started a GoFundMe campaign uh, to... Uh, for a hundred thousand dollars to pay for, I guess you know whatever expenses or college expenses or whatever for Ashley's daughter. Um, I don't know how much they made so far off of it, but it was a very nice gesture from them. Um, and TMZ reported earlier today uh, that Mick Foley is actually uh, willing to go anywhere in the United States if you pay him five thousand uh, dollars, which wow. will be donated to this GoFundMe campaign to watch a wrestling event for three hours. It could be anywhere. It could be at your home. It could be in a Knights of Columbus Council. It could be, um, I don't know. It could be on a ship somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic. That if that's considered Jesus, U.S. So all of our territory. all of our listeners, if you'd like to put something together where we uh, make this donation and we uh, watch some pay per view with Mick Foley, uh, just uh, give us a hundred dollars each. That's totally fine. <laughs> Wait, but that'll, like only the five, do it. five of us are going to watch it. <laughs> five of us. Oh no, whoever donates can come. We'll have it in a nice Columbus. <laughs> but uh, that that was a very nice uh, gesture. Um, what's next? Yes, yes, very nice. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So all right. Nice. Well, what what about uh, Dean Ambrose? Dean Ambrose. Uh, well, no, John Moxley. Pardon me a thousand times. Dean Moxley, John Ambrose. Dean Moxley had quite the W. If we've seen on uh, social media circulating, he won the 
uh, I believe it's the Japanese U.S. title. Yep, the IWGP mm. United States Championship at a house show. Uh, from interesting. June. I, and he beat. And whose house show was this? This was this is on uh, New Japan. Uh, yes, I, I believe so. And his contract stipulates oh. that he's allowed to work independently outside of AEW. Um, wow, yeah. he can have his cake and eat it too. Yep, that's uh, awesome. And, and I believe Tony Khan is allowing that for a lot of his wrestlers too. That's really right? cool. Yeah, well, guys, it's, it's, I it's free have to, advertising. Yeah, absolutely. I actually have to cut out early, gentlemen. My my wifey wifey is calling me right now, and if I don't go over there to see what's up, I'm going to get beat up. Okay, okay. Tell her to say, tell her that we said hello. <laughs> so good night, Danny. All right, I'm cut. Yes. Good night, Danny. Huh? Good what? night. <laughs> oh, oh, I gotta get off night. the phone. All right, good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, but as I was saying, uh, it's free advertising to have your wrestlers. I mean, I, you, of course, you want to be selfish. You want to build your brand. But as you're building your brand, you want to get your wrestlers out uh, to as many audiences and as many people uh, as you can possibly see to possibly uh, draw them to AEW. Right. Yeah, they don't have any of the exclusivity uh, stipulations like WWE obviously has with their talent. So... Everybody in AEW, I would imagine, has um, the the um, the latitude to be able to go to different organizations and work with them as 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 they are able to. I I think it's just a matter of um, the other organizations. You know what restrictions they have. Like Ring of Honor probably has some some limits as to what their guys could do. Whoever's contracted to them or however they figure it out. But point being, you know getting eyes on the product part of that is going to be having the talent working in these other areas for the time being because the time in between pay-per-views and and the weekly shows i mean well once the shows start becoming weekly it may be different but right now i mean they're they're in just you know promotion mode they're just basically going out literally pounding the pavement all of these superstars and just uh, going anywhere basically and getting their name out there and i think it's great i think it's really a, a good idea for them to um expand their reach and get people to take notice and, and speaking of reaching uh and reaching around um so uh, wow. yeah so yukes who develops video games um uh they they used to be exclusively for wwe during their smackdown versus raw series um however they have ventured off into doing a new wrestling genre um and I believe it's this new game is supposed to be coming out either later on this year or early next year. And rumor has it is, I don't know why, but apparently Oli Wrestling is going to be the one brand that's associated with this new wrestling video game. So that that's uh, that that should be something interesting to see uh, to see how they stack up against uh, WWE versus Raw or whatever it was called uh, WWE 2K the the 2K series, um, which I believe has have been stale in the last couple of years. Uh, Nick and I could both attest to this. Um, and seems, it's, it's, it's been the same game the last five years, I feel like. Yeah. And Chris, you don't even know what the hell we're talking about. Nope, not even a little. Okay. So Chris, but I am watching this this kayfabe news article, Hogan and Zeus reunite for No Holds Barred sequel. Wow. Wow, that, that's a... That, that's, How funny that, is that? that? That's pretty funny. <laughs> that is... 
No I posted it to your wall, John. You could post it on our social media. Wow. Why, why is that? Why? Why? why next week. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no holds barred. Two. What you gonna Zeus? <laughs> okay. What you gonna Zeus? And on that uh, note, folks. Yeah, folks. Folks, if you if uh, you haven't figured it out already, we're gonna be reviewing No Holds Barred next week. <laughs> and uh, this week is the thirtieth anniversary of No Holds Barred. That's why we're doing it. Hmm. No, I have Barred. never seen it not once in and thirty see, years. So you, you will I see look it. forward yep. to watching it. Yep. And on that note, folks, we're gonna call it a night. Uh, check us out on social media on uh, Twitter at Empty Arena Show. Check us on check us out on Instagram. Uh, Andrew's dank memes are not coming up this week because he's sick. Um, if you don't have Snapchat, check us out on Google. Gmail us uh, at EmptyArenaPodcast at gmail dot com. Check out our Facebook page. We're on Reddit too. Ask us some questions on Reddit. Hmm. Yeah. And, Do it. Uh, check us out. We're gonna guys, and also, and as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share us on iTunes. Those shares help us get to a uh, bigger market, and we will uh, do a much better show for you guys because we're kind of a... Uh, it's only going to get better and better and better and yeah, better, we're, better, better, we're, better. We're still young, even though this is episode 39, I believe, or 38. Don't let my gray hairs fool you. I'm still young. I'm still so. inexperienced. <laughs> and on that note, folks, good fight. Good night. Later. Peace out. This has been an Awesome Studios production.